Welcome to the Word Bible Study with Pastor Dan and the family. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. Well, it's time once again for our favorite time of the day. You guys excited about it? Yes. Yes, Bible, yes. Study. Bible study time. And we're going into 1 John today. We're going to go through a couple of different books today. I'm hoping we can get through 1st, 2nd, 3rd John, and Jude. How do you guys think about that? Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Remember, the books of John are all, like, especially the first book of John, is all about love. So let's put the emphasis on that while we read it, guys. Let's think about how we need to learn to love like this book teaches us to, right? Yup. All right, here we go. First John chapter 1. We proclaim to you the one who existed from the beginning, whom we have heard and seen. We saw him with our own eyes and touched him with our own hands. He is the word of life. This one, who is life itself, was revealed to us, and we have seen him. And now we testify and proclaim to you that he is the one who is eternal life. He was with the Father, and then he was revealed to us. We proclaimed him to you, what we ourselves have actually seen and heard, so that you may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. We are writing these things so that you may fully share our joy. This is the message we heard from Jesus and now declare to you. God is light and there is no darkness in Him at all. So we are lying if we say we have fellowship with God, but go on living in spiritual darkness. We are not practicing the truth. But if we are living in the light as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other and the blood of Jesus. His Son cleanses us from all sin. If we claim we have no sin, we are only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins to Him, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. If we claim we have not sinned, We are calling God a liar and showing that his word has no place in our hearts. That's chapter one, guys. What do you think? Yes. Isn't that good? good? Yes. So what do we do if we have sinned? What does it say we should do? Pray and uh, ask him for for forgiveness. Yes, very good. So to confess our sins to God. That means tell him when we've done something wrong so he can forgive us, right? Yeah. That's very good, guys, because that's how we want to be clean of sin, right? That's how we, we live We want to live life. in the light. Yeah. Very good. Let's move on to chapter number two. My dear children, I am writing this to you so that you will not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate who pleads our case before the Father. He is Jesus Christ, the one who is truly righteous. For he himself is the sacrifice that atones for our sins. And not only our sins, but the sins of all the world. And we can be sure that we know him if we obey his commands. If someone claims I know God, but does not obey God's commands, that person is a liar and not living in the truth. But those who obey God's word truly show him completely. They love him. And that is how we know we are living in him. Those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus did. Now, how did Jesus live? 
no sin. Full of love. Yes, all those are true. He was righteous. He didn't sin, but he was full of love, right? Right. Yeah, and that's how we want to live our lives. So, dear friends, I am not writing a new command for you. Rather, it is an old one you have had from the very beginning. This old command to love one another is the same message you've heard before, yet it is also new, because Jesus lived the truth of this commandment, and you also are living it. For the darkness is disappearing, and the true light is already shining. If anyone claims I am living in the light, but hates a fellow believer, that person is still living in darkness. Anyone who loves a fellow believer is living in the light and does not cause others to stumble. But anyone who hates a fellow believer is still living and walking in darkness. Such a person does not know the way to go. They've been blinded by the darkness. I am writing to you who are God's children. Because your sins have been forgiven through Jesus. I am writing to you who are mature in the faith. Because you know Christ who existed from the beginning. I am writing to you who are young in the faith. Because you have won the battle with the evil one. And I am writing to you who are God's children, because you know the Father. I have written to you who are mature in the faith, because you know Christ who existed from the beginning. I have written to you who are young in the faith, because you are strong. God's word lives in your hearts, and you have won your battle with the evil one. Do not love this world nor the things it offers you. For when you love the world, You do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasures, a craving for everything we see, and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. And this world is fading away, along with everything that people crave. But everyone who does what pleases God will live forever. Dear children, the last hour is here. You have heard that the Antichrist is coming, and already many such Antichrists have appeared. For this we know that the last hour has come. These people left our churches, but they never really belonged with us. Otherwise, they would have stayed with us. When they left, it proved that they did not belong with us. But you are not like that, for the Holy One has given you His Spirit, and all of you know the truth. So I am writing to you not because you don't know the truth, but because you know the difference between truth and lies. And who is a liar? Anyone who says that Jesus is not the Christ. Anyone who denies the Father and the Son is an antichrist. Anyone who denies the Son doesn't have the Father either. But anyone who acknowledges the Son has the Father also. So you must remain faithful to what you have been taught from the beginning. If you do, you will remain in fellowship with the Son and with the Father. And in this fellowship, we enjoy the eternal life He promised us. I am writing these things to you to warn you about those who want to lead you astray. But you have received the Holy Spirit, and He lives within you. So you don't need anyone to teach you what is true, for the Spirit teaches you everything you need to know. And what he teaches is true. It is not a lie. So just as he has taught you, remain in fellowship with Christ. And now, dear children, remain in fellowship with Christ 
so that when he returns, you will be full of courage and not shrink back from him in shame. Since we know that Christ is righteous, we also know that all who do what is right are children of God. That's awesome. You guys want to be children of God? Yeah. Yeah. We got to do what's right, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we know that we are doing right if we're living in love, right? Amen. So if we love God, we know love our neighbor, and we love ourselves, then we're doing what Christ wants, right? Right. Yeah. His burden is easy. We just gotta love. So good. All right. First John chapter three. See how very much our Father loves us, for He calls us His children, and that is what we are. But the people who belong to this world don't recognize that we are God's children because they don't know him. Dear friends, we are already God's children, but he has not yet shown us what we will be like when Christ appears. But we do know that we will be like him, for we will see him as he really is. And all who have this eager expectation will keep themselves pure, just as he is pure. Everyone who sins is breaking God's law, for all sin is contrary to the law of God. And you know that Jesus came to take away our sins, and there is no sin in him. Anyone who continues to live in him will not sin, but anyone who keeps on sinning does not know him or understand who he is. So dear children, don't let anyone deceive you about this. When people do what is right, It shows that they are righteous, even as Christ is righteous. But when people keep on sinning, it shows that they belong to the devil, who has been sinning since the beginning. But the Son of God came to destroy the works of the devil. Those who have been born into God's family do not make a practice of sinning, because God's life is in them, so they can't keep on sinning, because they are children of God. So now we can tell who are children of God and who are children of the devil. Anyone who does not live righteously and does not love other believers does not belong to God. This is the message you have heard from the beginning. We should love one another. We must not be like Cain, who belonged to the evil one and killed his brother. And why did he kill him? Because Cain had been doing what was evil and his brother had been doing what was righteous. So don't be surprised, dear brothers and sisters, if this world hates you. If we love our brothers and sisters who are believers, it proves that we have passed from death to life. But a person who has no love is still dead. Anyone who hates another brother and sister is really a murderer at heart. And you know that murderers don't have eternal life within them. That's really good, guys. We don't want to be a murderer, right? No, no. We gotta love people. This this chapter is gonna. This whole book is gonna tell us all about that. We know what real love is because Jesus gave up His life for us. So we also ought to give up our lives for our brothers and sisters. If anyone has enough money to live well and sees his brother or sister in need but shows no compassion, how can God's love be in that person? Dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our actions. Our actions will show that we belong to the truth. So we will be confident when we stand before God. Even if we feel guilty, God is greater than our feelings and he knows everything. So dear friends, if we don't feel guilty, we can come to God with bold confidence. 
and we will receive from him whatever we ask because we obey him and do the things that please him. That's really good, guys. You hear that? Yeah. So if we're going to pray to God and we want things, we need to make sure that we're loving people and we're obeying his word and we're doing the things that pleases him, right? Amen. Because that's what it said right here. Anything that we ask for, we'll receive if we obey him and we do the things that please him. And this is his commandment. We must believe in the name of the Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another just as he commanded us. Those who obey God's commands remain in fellowship with him and he with them. And we know he lives in us because the spirit he gave us lives in us. Wow. So what do we got to do? What should we do, guys? We need to love. Love. Yes, that is God's command is to love, right? Yeah. Chapter number four. Dear friends, do not believe everyone who claims to speak by the Spirit. You must test them to see if the Spirit they have comes from God. For there are many false prophets in the world. This is how we know if they have the Spirit of God. If a person claiming to be a prophet acknowledges that Jesus Christ came in a real body, that person has the Spirit of God. But if someone claims to be a prophet and does not acknowledge the truth about Jesus... That person is not from God. Such a person has the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard is coming into the world and indeed is already here. But you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won a victory over these people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit that lives in the world. You guys know that? Amen. Yeah, the spirit that lives in you is greater. Those people belong to this world. So they speak from the world's point of view, and the world listens to them. But we belong to God, and those who know God listen to us. If they do not belong to God, they do not listen to us. This is how we know if someone has the spirit of truth or the spirit of deception. Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. But anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us, and his love is brought to full expression in us. And God has given us his spirit as proof that we live in him and he in us. Furthermore, we have seen with our own eyes and now testify that the Father sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. All who declare that Jesus is the Son of God have God living in them, and they live in God. We know how much God loves us, for we have put our trust in his love. God is love, and all who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. And as we live in God, our love grows more perfect. So we will not be afraid on the day of judgment, but we can face him with confidence. 
because we live like Jesus here in this world. Such love has no fear, but perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment, and this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. We love each other because he first loved us. If someone says, I love God, but hates a fellow believer, that person is a liar. For if we don't love people we can see, how can we love God whom we cannot see? And he has given us this command. Those who love God must also love their fellow believers. Yeah, so we've got to live in love, right guys? So many times in the first four chapters it just said, God is love. If you don't love, you don't know him. And it said to abide in him, you have to love. Without love, you can't abide in him. And so many people are like, I don't know God. I don't know who God is. Well, you're not going to if you're not living in love. Right. Because that's who God is. So let's move on to chapter number five. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has become a child of God. And everyone who loves the Father loves his children too. We know we love God's children if we love God and obey his commandments. So it's not enough just to love them, right guys? We got to obey them. Right. All right. <laughs> Loving God means keeping his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome. For every child of God defeats this evil world and we achieve this victory through our faith. And who can win this battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And Jesus Christ was revealed as God's Son by his baptism in water and by shedding his blood on the cross. Not by water only, but by water and blood. And the Spirit, who is truth, confirms it with his testimony. So we have these three witnesses, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. And all three agree. Since we believe human testimony, surely we can believe this greater testimony that comes from God. And God has testified about his Son. All who believe in the Son of God know in their hearts that this testimony is true. Those who don't believe this are actually calling God a liar because they don't believe that God has testified about his Son. And this is what God has testified. He has given us eternal life. And this life is in his son. Whosoever has the son has life. And whosoever does not have God's son does not have life. I have written this to you who believe in the name of the son of God so that you may know you have eternal life. And we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. And since we know he hears us when we make our request, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. If we see a fellow believer sinning in this way that does not lead to death, you should pray, and God will give that person life. But there is a sin that leads to death, and I'm not saying that you should pray for those that commit it. All wicked actions are sin, but not every sin leads to death. We know that God's children do not make a practice of sinning, but God's Son holds them securely, and the evil one cannot touch them. We know that we are children of God, and that the world around us is under the control of the evil one. And we know that the Son of God has come, and He has given us understanding, 
so that we know the true God. And now we live in fellowship with the true God because we live in fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ. He is the only true God and he is eternal life. Dear children, keep away from anything that might take God's place in your hearts. That's good advice to you guys. So good. Right? Yeah. Stay away from anything that would take God's place in your heart. I don't want anything to be in God's place in our heart because he's number one, right? Right. Like we were talking about cup being empty. Fill me up with him. Yeah, that's amazing. Let's jump into the second book of John. This one only has one chapter, so we can knock this one out too. Starting in verse number one. This letter is from John the Elder. I am writing to the chosen lady and her children, whom I love in the truth, as does everyone else who knows the truth, because the truth lives in us and will be with us forever. Grace, mercy, and peace which comes from God the Father and from Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, will continue to be with us who live in truth and love. How happy I was to meet some of your children and find them living according to the truth, just as the Father commanded. I am writing to remind you, dear friends, that we should love one another. This is not a new command, but one I have had from the beginning. Love means doing what God has commanded us, and he has commanded us to love one another, just as you heard from the beginning. I say this because many deceivers have gone out into the world. They deny that Jesus Christ came in a real body. Such a person is a deceiver and an antichrist. Watch out that you do not lose what we have worked so hard to achieve. Be diligent so that you receive your full reward. Anyone who wanders away from this teaching has no relationship with God. But anyone who remains in this teaching of Christ has a relationship with both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to your meetings and does not teach the truth about Christ, don't invite that person into your home or give any kind of encouragement. Anyone who encourages such people becomes a partner in their evil work. I have much more to say to you, but I don't want to do it with paper and ink, for I hope to visit you soon and talk with you face to face. Then your joy will be complete. Greetings from the children of your sister chosen by god that's the whole second book of john guys nice yeah if you think that was short wait till you hear this next one the third book of john here we go this letter is from john the elder i am writing to gaius my dear friend whom i love in the truth dear friend i hope all is well with you and that you are as healthy in body as you are strong in spirit some of the traveling teachers recently returned and made me very happy by telling me about your faithfulness and that you are living according to the truth. I could have no greater joy than to hear that my children are following the truth. I know how that feels as a father. There's no greater joy than know that you guys are following Jesus. Right, guys? Yeah. That makes me so happy. So, dear friends... You are being faithful to God when you care for traveling teachers who pass through, even though they are strangers to you. They have told the church here of your loving friendship. Please continue providing for such teachers in a manner that pleases God. 
for they are traveling for the Lord, and they accept nothing from people who are not believers. So we ourselves should support them so we can be their partners as they teach the truth. I wrote to the church about this, but Detropolis, who loves to be the leader, refuses to have anything to do with us. When I come, I will report some of the things he is doing and the evil accusations he is making against us. Not only does he refuse to welcome the traveling teachers, he also tells others not to help them. And when they do help, he puts them out of the church. Dear friend, don't let this bad example influence you. Follow only what is good. Remember that those who do good prove that they are God's children. And those who do evil prove that they do not know God. Everyone speaks highly of Demetrius, as does the truth itself. We ourselves can say the same for him, and you know we speak the truth. I have much more to say to you, and I don't want to write it with pen and ink, for I hope to see you soon, and then we will talk face to face. Peace be with you. Your friends here send you their greetings. Please give my personal greetings to each of our friends there. All right, you guys want to do the Book of Jude too? Yes. Why not, right? Yeah. Yep. Only 25 minutes in. We got a little bit of time. Sounds good. Yep. This is the last book before Revelations, guys. Yep. And this is a very powerful book. So let's dive in. There's only one chapter in it. So we're going to do it all right now. This letter is from Jude, a slave of Jesus Christ and a brother of James. I am writing to all who have been called by God the Father, who loves you and keeps you safe in the care of Jesus Christ. May God give you more and more mercy, peace, and love. Dear friends, I have been eagerly planning to write to you about the salvation we all share, but now I find that I must write about something else, urging you to defend the faith that God has entrusted once for all time to his holy people. I say this because some ungodly people have wormed their way into your churches saying that God's marvelous grace allows us to live immoral lives. The condemnation of such people was recorded long ago, for they have denied our only Master and Lord, Jesus Christ. So I want to remind you, though you already know these things, that Jesus first rescued the nation of Israel from Egypt, but later he destroyed those who did not remain faithful. And I remind you of the angels who did not stay within the limits of authority God gave them, but left their place where they belonged. God has kept them securely chained in prisons of darkness, waiting for the great day of judgment. And don't forget Sodom and Gomorrah and their neighboring towns, which were filled with immorality and every kind of sexual perversion. These cities were destroyed by fire and serve as warnings for the eternal fire of God's judgment. In the same way, these people who claim authority over their demons live immoral lives, defy authority, and scoff at supernatural beings. But even Michael, one of the mightiest of angels, did not dare accuse the devil of blasphemy, but simply said, The Lord rebuke you. This took place when Michael was arguing with the devil about Moses' body. And these people scoff at things they do not understand, like unthinking animals. 
They do whatever their instincts tell them, and so they bring about their own destruction. What sorrow awaits them, for they follow in the footsteps of Cain, who killed his brother, like Balaam, they deceive people for money, and like Korah, they perish in their rebellion. When these people eat with you in your fellowship meals, commemorating the Lord's love, they are like dangerous reefs that can shipwreck you. They are like shameless shepherds who care only for themselves. They are like clouds blowing over the land without giving any rain. They are like trees in autumn that are doubly dead, for they bear no fruit and have been pulled up by their roots. They are like wild waves of the sea, churning up the foam of their shameful deeds. They are like wandering stars, doomed forever to blackest darkness. Enoch, who lived in the seventh generation after Adam, prophesied about these people. He said, Listen, the Lord is coming with countless thousands of his holy ones to execute judgment on the people of the world. He will convict every person of all the ungodly things they have done, for all the insults the ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These people are grumblers and complainers, living only to satisfy their desires. They brag loudly about themselves, and they flatter others to get what they want. But you, my dear friends, must remember what the apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ predicted. They told you that in the last times there would be scoffers, whose purpose in life is to satisfy their ungodly desires. These people are the ones who are creating divisions among you. They follow their natural instincts because they do not have God's Spirit in them. But you, dear friends, must build each other up in your most holy faith. Pray in the power of the Holy Spirit and await the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will bring you eternal life. In this way, you will keep yourself safe in God's love. You must show mercy to those whose faith is wavering. Rescue others by snatching them from the flames of judgment. Show mercy to still others, but do so with great caution, hating the sins that consummate their lives. Now all glory to God who is able to keep you from falling away and will bring you with great joy into his glorious presence without a single fault. All glory to him who alone is God and Savior through Jesus Christ our Lord. All glory, majesty, power, and authority are his before all time and in the present time and beyond all time. Amen. What do you guys think of that? Amazing. Is that good? Yeah, the book of Jude is awesome. It tells us about what happens when angels broke God's laws and what will happen to us if we break God's laws, right? Right. That's why we got to live in love, right? Amen. So let's go to prayer, guys. Everybody listening, I hope you're ready to pray with us. Let's bow our head and close our eyes. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for your word, God. Let it soothe our spirits, God, and prepare us to live a life that's worthy of you, God. We worship you and praise you. We thank you for spending time with us in your word, Lord. 
all the direction that we get comes from you in our lives, Lord, and we want to walk in the path that you set before us, Lord. So let us continue to walk in your ways as we love one another. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Until next time, may God bless your lives. Amen.